sense of dread permeates every fiber of your being, triggering an influx of adrenaline pumping through your veins. Your senses heighten. You smell the ancient decay of all the victims who have come before you. You feel the slime covering the slick stone you're hiding behind squish between your fingers. You hear the frightened splashes of dozens of weird creepy snake people scampering away. And you see the hazy silhouette of the gargantuan crab-like creature move ever closer through the mist. What do you do? Well, actually, I know what you're going to do. You're going to roll an initiative check. You're going to you're going to roll uh, for initiative. Ooh, because this is a fight. Dang. You knew what we were going to do. I, I I know that much because I'm telling you that that's what's going to happen. I mean, you could try to sit back and just see what happens if you want. I got a seventeen. Ooh. I think I got a seven. I got a fifteen. Cool. All right, so the order is Richard, Jet, Stephen, Crab. 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 Okay. So uh, just to paint the picture again, since it's been a little bit of time, you guys are in this massive chamber full with multiple different layers of uh, pools of water, and it's all lit up by the runic uh, lines that are running along the walls and the ceiling all over the place. You can't see the far end of the room because the room is filled with kind of a mist from all the all the water in the cave, the damp, damp cave. And in that mist, you see a giant silhouette of a huge crab with one massive claw arm. And it is your turn, Richard. What am I going to do next? What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, I, I determine what you're going to do. Uh, the, the crab answers and says... You're going to come here. <laughs> come over here where I can see you. I go to Tholly. Do you feel comfortable outrunning a crab? No. <laughs> You're a little crab? This is a big crab. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the crab say, Don't worry, there are little crabs in here too. <laughs> Maybe a little crab, but I don't think I can outrun that guy. His legs are like as big as I can run. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a lay of the land here. I'm gonna try and run towards the crab, and then I'm gonna jump over it. Is that how you get a lay of the land? <laughs> That's how Eli gets a lay of the land. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna roll a perception check, which I took to be a smart thing. Oh but yeah, yeah. Gonna try to... All right, I'm gonna do a perception check. For... <laughs> you do have those jumping sandals, I guess. Yeah. Didn't you use his charge for that already? He did. He did use his charge for that, though. Jet, <laughs> whose side are you on? <laughs> uh, the crabs. The professor. Before you go, he's like, boys, we uh, we seem to have encountered another another little obstacle. I'm just gonna do my thing over here. Let you <laughs> do your thing over there. He's got the butt uh, chair out. <laughs> we're, 
I gotta go see what these chair. what's what's the what the deal is with these snake fellas. Let's go sit on his hand again. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out his chair and sits down. Uh, so so what are you up to, Richard? Well, since I can't jump over it. Well, you don't, you don't know that. You haven't tried. How tall is this crab? Yeah, it's probably like 25, 30 feet. Ah. <laughs> but Morty, we need the recon. Does your skull work if I detach it and throw it in the <laughs> air? Would you be able to <laughs> um, get a lay of the land? Potentially, but I, I'm not really I'm not really on board to check. Uh so all right do a strength contest to see if you can rip his skull out of the body <laughs> no i'm just kidding wait what What was your reason for not i didn't hear i'm I'm not really on board to check it's really oh you don't want to is your reason yeah <laughs> why not hey i'm not sure what'll happen to me the crab's like i'm kind of curious too <laughs> if you take off one piece to Am I still me over here, or is that me over there? We don't know. Ah, yes, the classic ship of Theseus argument. <laughs> yeah. But what part of us is us? This is a pretty, pretty well-educated crab over here. This is something I, too, would like to test. I think I will pull you apart first. Ah. Crab, if I run this test, will you let us go? <laughs> This would be a good start. I, I'm not a big fan of this crab. I feel like we should maybe either murder it or run away from it. Those are my options. Uh, it, I'm assuming it's still Richard's turn. Yeah, you should go. Alright. <laughs> You've had like two conversations in your turn now. That's a lot. Yeah, two that <laughs> got naysays. I'm not letting you rip my head off. <laughs> Fine, I go punch the crab. Is that what you want, Cody? You want fun? <laughs> strategic D&D. You said you were going to do a perception check at some point, and then you started talking to... Yeah, I was going to do it by jumping, and then that got denied, and then I was going to do it by throwing a skull in the air. And you that can jump if you want. You just used your sandal charm, baby. All right. I jump and do a perception check. <laughs> you got to jump while you do it. Because he's good at jumping. He's got to get higher. All right. Tell me exactly what you're doing. I jump two feet in the air and i look around <laughs> <laughs> all right you breach out of the small pool of water you guys are hiding in and you jump up to get a lay of the land roll a perception check with disadvantage oh. mm, that disadvantage was not nice i got a one my second roll well that was a that was a great use of and that's my turn <laughs> That was like a free action. You can't actually do something. Else. Um, fine. I go punch the crab <laughs> okay. quickly but in this turn. So you run up at the crab through the mist and this thing is just towering over you and it looks down at you and it says surprising. You you did come to me after all. And you punch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you get close enough to the crab where you can see it. And yeah, it is definitely a crab. You see its its pincer-like legs and its big pinching claws. Um, you also notice that it is a very old-looking crab. Uh, crabs don't usually have it, but it's got like a weird wiry crab-like beard. And it's covered in barnacles and all sorts of other weird old crab stuff. And... Uh, in its chitinous armor near the top, you can see it seems to be seeping a little bit. 
you can't really get a good look at it, but there, there definitely seems to be something weird going on on top of the crab. And roll to hit. 19. Oh, so you can really only reach from where you are its legs. Yeah, I'm going to try and break one of its legs. <laughs> okay. Ooh, seven damage. Uh, yeah, you punch the 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 leg and your fist connects with just solid hard crab exoskeleton sorry guys i thought it'd be a little bit more brittle crab shell i mean it is it is made entirely of armor can my turn be over please <laughs> <laughs> um do you get do you get to punch twice or anything like no that? you know normally i'd say yes but i mean i that perception check took forever <laughs> That's fine, but you're... <laughs> all right, all right. Then I I punch the same spot again. Keep punching. <laughs> Break through the crab. Wow, 22. Oh, okay. You managed to hit the exact same spot. And another seven. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, you've done a considerable amount of damage to that one leg, and you crack the armor. Everyone aim for this leg. So I want to I wanna do a perception check. Uh, what? Well, I'm going to throw my skull. <laughs> no, I'm just doing a perception check. I got a 17. I'm looking for like weak spots or eyes. The leg. That was a 17. On the crab, you you notice that it appears to have like a giant wound uh, up near its face. Does it have a does it have eyes? Like visible eyes? It does. It does have eyes. Yes, it it has like eye stalks. Oh, yeah. Morty's jealous of those eyes. <laughs> I mean, you could do a nature check to see if you know anything about crabs. This is just based on what you see. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you see the eye stalks, and you also see that a huge chunk of the armor on top of the crab is missing, almost as if, like, something has crashed, crushed through it. So I'm going to tie the old rope to the trident. Classic. And then I'm going to uh, chuck the trident at the the eye. Cool. Do it to it. That would be a total of 16 Actually, it would be a 17. Okay, cool. So a 17 does hit, and you manage to pierce the crab's eye with your trident. And the crab lets out a huge crab-like roar. The roar vibrates the water in the pools around you, and you feel like the whole chamber shake a little bit. Ah, that seems... And a snake swims up next to you and says, like, dude, cool it, man. (laughs) Trying to live down here. Yeah, you know what? The vibe in this water. It's it's fine. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna deal with this. I'm gonna use my action surge. Man, you're just pissing it off. You tried to get us all killed. The snake bites more. <laughs> I'm gonna use my action surge to try and swing up to his back where the wound is. Okay, so roll an acrobatics check. Acrobatics to see if you can swing your way back onto this uh, crab's back. Yeah, that's a natural twenty. Holy shit! Hell yeah! Ah, Morty. And now I'm on its back. Now you're on its back. Alright, we'll see how this goes next turn. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. Alright, Steven, it's your turn. Okay, so are both of my companions on this creature now? Uh, I'm by the legs. And you, you're hanging out with some snake dude. I'm hanging out with some snake dude. <laughs> Kill it. Not the snake. <laughs> That's very rude. We just met this snake man. Harsh the vibe. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go ahead... And pull out my bow and shoot at his eye. His other eye? Yeah. Blind this bastard. I'm trying to determine if I get sneak attack on this. I have two friends within five feet of it. 
Oh. I think that's part of the rules. I just... uh, it's basically any time you'd have advantage. Yeah, but I, I like rogues get advantage if they have if their opponent has if they're like flanked or something. Yeah, I, that sounds right. Go for it. So I that is an eighteen to hit the crab. That screeches out again when you hit it in the other eye, and is like, "Ah, what?" the fuck i'm just trying to have dinner here stop making it so difficult i do seven damage to his eyeball the crab doesn't like that uh after you shoot it in the eye it hunkers down is your turn over sorry yeah that's my turn i want to kind of duck back down into this pool a little bit and hide (laughs) cool and the snake guy next to you is like, that was an amazing shot. You're very accomplished. I've never seen anyone hit him quite like that. Very impressive. Hey, other snake friends, come congratulate him on this shot. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not what I wanted. And the crab hunkers down, like crouches as much as a crab can crouch, and twists its entire frame around as if it's sort of preparing for something and then springs up and bashes its top into the ceiling of the cave. Morty! Ah, Morty! Uh, Morty! No! <laughs> Bones rain down on me. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna hold hold on to dear life. <laughs> see what happens to Morty. Does a 22 hit? Definitely. Especially because I lost all my armor. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you got you got that new thick bone. Yeah, but that you got, you got those you got those new thick bones. It's worse than the the regular armor. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, it crushes you into the ceiling, um, polarizing you, powdering you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how much damage you take. I don't know how much health you have. It's probably not a lot. I mean, twenty two is it the. Yeah, we're all level two. Yeah. So. All right, you take nine damage. That's a lot, but. When the crab does it, when it hits the ceiling, it also screeches out in pain again. From that wound, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's it's bashed its own wound against the ceiling, so it takes a little damage as well. Aha! This is gonna work, I think. <laughs> Just gotta <laughs> keep having it crush me into the ceiling. Uh, I'm assuming it lands back there? Yes, so it, it then comes crashing back down, and Richard, you're gonna have to make a dex save. This is a two-pronged attack. Thirteen. Cool. So it lands on you. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> it's cool for me. Oh. And you take... Wow, okay. Four damage. Uh, and it says... Your deaths are inevitable. Nothing can defeat me. No one ever has. My wounds will heal. My eyes will return to normal. And I will live on. That's really... That sounds really tedious. Maybe you should just... You know, let it happen. Have you ever thought of death? Just embracing death. Why, <laughs> when life is so good? All the snake people I could ever want to eat. Bats, too. I don't know. What's really so great about your life? <laughs> oh, there are many great things. Come closer and I will t- whisper it to you. <laughs> I don't want to give away all my secrets. He's like, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bash his leg again. <laughs> Just keep on going for that one leg. Okay, cool. Do it. Oof. 
That's a miss. I rolled a two. I'm going to use Flurry of bl Blows, so I'm going to spin a chi point to do two more unarmed strikes. As my oh, shit. So here's the first. God damn it. <laughs> Ten. That's not going to hit. All right, 22. All right, yeah, that hits. And that's six damage. Cool. So yeah, you managed to punch through the armor if you're trying to hit that same spot. Yeah. And you punched into some juicy crab meat. Mm. Old as this crab mm. may be, he's, his meat's still quite juicy. Guys, watch out. This crab isn't as old as we think. This meat is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> you get you pull out a handful. <laughs> be careful, Morty. Uh, I guess. I'll, I'll see. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, so I'm assuming it's my turn now. It's Morty's turn. It's your turn, yeah. I'm going to use my bonus action on second wind to heal a d10 plus my fighter level. For I'm back up to full. Nice. You could take all those blows now. <laughs> you really can just keep doing this. Uh, no, I can only do that once. No. I am going to, I don't know how to describe it, unsheath my scythe arm and just like dive into that wound cool so you you make a fist and your your forearm extends and a scythe blade pops out let's still yeah this is a weird logistical thing but i guess just kind of there the, the, the crab the crab is blind right now so he can't see what you're doing but he hears the scythe unsheath and he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> was that was that a scythe arm I just showed? Is that some sort of bone scythe? That's not allowed. Disqualified. Um, and I just stab him right in the wound. Uh, do I have advantage for being atop him? You have advantage for stabbing in that wound. That would be 14. Hmm. Uh, well, the armor class, it's weird, because that wound doesn't isn't covered in armor, so does the AC drop? I don't understand how that works. Exactly. So, it, so it basically just use his dexterity to base his uh, armor off of. So Instead of his armor? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, well, then, yeah, that's going to hit. Okay, and then I do. That actually is 13. 13 damage? Yes. Damn, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it reels when you do that, and it starts to, like sort of stagger around uh rapidly and scuttle it's definitely not happy about that and i'm gonna try and hunker down in his wound oh god no <laughs> <laughs> oh parasite get out you i mean stop it why are you still alive? Get off of my back. That's my sensitive area. I've asked myself it's... that, why I'm still alive as a skeleton. It's really... It's really what a the, question. What the fuck even are you? Well, the guy who's gonna kill you, probably. I can't die. We'll find out. And that's my turn. All right, Steven, um, it's your turn. Oh, boy. You are surrounded by snake people. Lead the rebellion. You hear a lot of tongues flicking and a lot of hissing, and the snakes are talking excitedly around you about. They keep you keep hearing the the words Yim Jigar, and they're like, "I can't believe it! You shot it in the eye! You're doing wonderful! Look at this!" I am not comfortable with these snake people. <laughs> you should be. They're massaging you. Uh, <laughs> Just again, do it. Do what you did last time. Uh, I do not like this. I'm gonna climb out of this pool. 
Oh, we're leaving the pool? Yes, we'll join. Uh, are, is all there is in this area like pools? Is there just pools to hide in there? There's like a big rock or something I can hide behind as well. There, Yes. So Okay. I look around for a big rock. Okay, cool. Do a perception check. Perception check. That's a 17. All right. A big rock look. So you see uh, mostly pools, but you do see the occasional big rock jutting out. Far on the other side of the crab, you see a huge pile of rocks kind of near the complete opposite end of the chamber and uh moving away from that you see a bunch of different piles of rocks uh sort of scattered about and it looks like a part of the ceiling has fallen down in that area um when you look around some more you also see what looks to be like a pile of dwarven mining equipment uh i guess i'll i'll try to head to the nearest big rock kind of in the direction of that dwarven mining equipment okay um, and then I'm going to make people follow. Well, you do not, you do not need to follow me, but I do, I guess I appreciate your company. Where are we going? This is fun. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to go check out some rocks. Oh, I, we love rocks. That's one of the few good things in our lives in this chamber. <laughs> and I am going to try and, I'm going to try and shoot him, shoot, shoot the big crab in the leg. Oh, okay. Cool. As I go. The leg I was doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just pile in on that. To Eli's crab leg. It's the real weak spot. I don't know what Morty's doing over there. <laughs> don't get what Morty's up to. That's a 19 to hit. Ooh, yeah, you definitely uh, hit that crab leg and not Eli. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make the one hit me. <laughs> All right, I got six, six piercing damage. Cool, awesome. Yeah, so that leg actually completely snaps off at the tip. Whoa. And the snake people said, that was all you. What a marvelous Whoa. shot. <laughs> you did that all by yourself. Hero of the snakes. A real bowman. Yes. Eli's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> this leg just obliterates. Holly waves at Eli. <laughs> hey. The crab looks down and sees it happen, and he says, He doesn't see I can't it. believe you shot my leg off with one powerful shot. That is impressive. Eating hey. you, I shall consume much strength and regrow my leg better than ever. I never thought about eating Tolly too. <laughs> yes, so it's it's the crab's turn. I think it's going to try to get Morty out of it. I think it's going to try to dig Morty out of it. Uh, <laughs> let's see how that works. So it's going to reach up with his claw and pinch you. And let's see. My enemies are notoriously bad at hitting, and they live up. <laughs> Missed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are, you are just canny enough to hide in that crab meat, <laughs> and trying to get you, it just keeps pinching its own exposed crab meat. <laughs> uh, so it is not able to dig you out, you little parasitic bastard. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out, foul creature! What? Get out! Ah! Out of me! Listen, we could have done this peacefully, but now we have to kill you. Done? You you attacked me first. Yeah. I just wanted to eat you, and I want to live. So you would live inside of me. <laughs> uh, Richard, it's your turn. I have lost my will. My only objective was to destroy that leg. This leg was defeated by someone other than me. <laughs> I've lost my purpose. Come up here. The the crab meat's fine. I crawl up the crab. <laughs> I'm going to climb it. 
All right, cool. So give me a athletics check to see if you can climb this crab. Climb that <laughs> crab. That's a six. <laughs> you do not succeed. It's it's scuttling about trying to shake Morty out of it right now. So it's it's pretty hard to maintain purchase on the crab. The only reason Morty is still able to do it is because he's inside the crab. Yeah, I'm just going to disengage and walk away. Okay. You got this, Morty. All right. Uh, I, I took care of the leg. I'll, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. All right. I walk away. That's my turn. Morty is horrifying. Can you imagine? Having <laughs> <Turning> a little... <laughs> Morty, little skeleton. Scythe-armed skeleton digging around inside your head. So I'm assuming it's my turn now. All you. Yeah, Richard just did nothing and walked away. <laughs> Are there any, like... <laughs> Uh, big old stalactites or anything like that above us? Uh, yes. You're gonna throw your skull at it? I was, I was thinking, like, <laughs> is there a way, uh, do they, I'm, a, I'm assuming a bow probably couldn't knock them down. Probably not, no. Uh, okay. I think I'm just gonna keep on digging in this crab meat. Just keep slicing away? Alright, you definitely have advantage to keep going in this crab meat. Okay. So... Uh, it's higher than last time. It's like a, it's an 18. This time I only do 10 damage. Uh, only. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would say you do more than 10. I think, I think doubling it sounds about right since you are digging around inside this crab and it is just furious. It is fuming. It's, it's voice is becoming more shrill and it's freaking out a lot trying to shake you off of it. Listen, giant monster crab. I'm sorry. But this is how it's gonna be. Get out of me! <laughs> uh, Do you know how truly twisted and fucked up this is, you sociopath? I mean, you're trying to eat me, so I... That's just nature! Haven't you ever seen an animal documentary? Who do you root for, the gazelle or the lion? I root for the person I am, which is a gazelle in this context. You're feeling kind of like the lion right now. Well, then I root for the lion. <laughs> Okay, that'll be my turn. All right, Steven. Um, I'm going to head, keep on heading towards that uh, digging equipment, see if I can get a better look at it. Yeah, you found a pile of pretty old-looking digging equipment. It looks like it was just sort of left here, and it seems to be some, like, really old-looking helmets with uh, some ancient and worn-down broken lanterns and some dynamite. Oh, Jeez. Pickaxes and stuff like that, rope, but it's really, really old looking stuff. Well, um, I'm gonna pick up that dynamite. Uh, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to, you're a guest here at all, but it's ours. It's kind of in our snake area. We live here. This is your dynamite? This is, that's our uh, dynamite. Is that what it is? This is our pile of junk. Listen, we don't have a whole lot. We're simple folk. We live in the crab's chamber. This is our pile of junk. And he occasionally eats you. He occasionally eats us. We were kind of excited about eat him eating you guys for a change. And you, you never thought to use this dynamite against him. We don't know what that is. Can't give me dynamite and not expect me to use it. Don't worry, Thali. I'm a safe distance away if you need to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were... Okay, so Morty is up top inside a wound, mm -hmm. and 
Eli, where's Eli? I thought he climbed up top, didn't he? No, he ran away. He might have just walked over to you. <laughs> Where's... I'm basically okay. by you. Okay, he's probably following behind us. Yeah, I'll I'll throw this under one of the crab's other legs. Uh, the snake's like, that's ours. Well, it's a <laughs> it's a gift to your guests who are going to help you rid of this big scary crab. I'm just moving your dynamite over there. <laughs> I'm just moving it, relocating it, and, you know, lighting it on fire. So, yeah, there are a few sticks of dynamite, so you grab one? I'll grab one and light it and try to toss it near one of the crab's other legs. Okay. Oh, you're burning it. That's our shit. That's <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you're burning it all up. We thought you were coming to help us. Steve said that we could have anything in this chamber. So Steve, here we, go. we hate that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's probably a a dex attack to throw some dynamite. Probably. Uh, yes. Oh, there we go. That's a that's a twenty one. 21 to, to dynamite throw. So where in particular are you throwing this? Uh, so I he got one of his legs demolished. I'm preferably another leg. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not particularly picky about which one. Okay. And preferably preferably uh, reasonably far away so that it doesn't blow up me and my friends, the snake people and Eli. Okay, but not Morty. <laughs> All right, Morty's up top. <laughs> yeah, I'm underneath. It'll probably be. Fun. He's cushioned. He's cushioned inside of a, yeah. a a cozy crab. A nice, a nice blanket of crab meat. All right, so you throw the dynamite, and you throw it very well, and it lands underneath the crab, uh, and explodes. And God, I don't even know how to calculate the amount of damage this is gonna do. You could just do it like a fireball. How many d8s is that? That's D6s. That's like D6s, five, right? It's eight D6s. Jesus, you're going to make me roll that? Ugh. Yeah, so you do 25 damage. And it's also, it's plus six because it's a sneak attack. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you do 31 damage. Yeah. You really hurt, you really hurt this crab. <laughs> uh, it explodes underneath the crab, and it just blasts apart, like, the underside of the crab. Holy and shit. And crab, crab shit just starts falling out of the crab and it it goes into full freak out mode and it starts screeching and it it scuttles way off into the far end of the chamber with morty inside (laughs) and you hear it shill shrieks as it kind of crawls its way down into a a hole in the back of the cave (laughs) And Morty, you have an opportunity to escape if you want. If you don't, you can stay in there. I kind of just want to go down and through him. Like, I've been digging my way through. He's been blown up from the bottom. I'm just going to just oh, just no. go right on through. I will tell you this, Morty. Yes? He's not bloodied. He's a big, strong crab. He's a big, strong crab. Yeah, I'm just going to swing away uh, using my <laughs> trident to swing away then. Morty, come back to us. Okay, cool. So you're gonna throw you're gonna try to jump out and throw your trident and swing away? Well, it's already embedded in his eye. I just grab onto the rope and use <laughs> Use that. Uh you might lose that trident again. Probably fair. Um so yeah, do a, an acrobatics check. Morty come back. Eighteen. Cool. So you managed to swing off the crab using the rope tied to the trident embedded in the crab's eyes as it's burrowing deeper into the ground. And 
since the since the is stuck in its eye though, you aren't going to be able to dislodge it, so you do lose the trident. But you manage to escape before you're submerged in the the dark murky waters of the scariest part of this cave. Well, I feel like that's a good trade. <laughs> yeah, not bad. All right, I like clap my hands and walk back to the the party. Morty, you're alive. You made it. Uh, the snake people like all slither around Thali and like you did it that was magnificent see oh he's gonna be so angry when he comes back let's lift thalia up and celebrate (laughs) so might i give you guys a suggestion the the snakes yeah and me (laughs) and me what we could do is we have more of this that explosive right i only used one uh i don't i don't know about we that's ours (laughs) Anyway, we could just light them all, drop them down into that murky water, and <laughs> just really make sure this guy is gone. What are you, what are you going to trade us for our dynamite? Ah, uh, your happiness and lives. <laughs> Ooh, we're all pretty happy. You happy being eaten? It's a decent life. <laughs> I, how about this very, very shiny dagger? You lost all your daggers. Uh, I still, I had like three. No, 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 no. I asked you specifically oh. if you saved any of your daggers when you threw your torso away. You lost all your Oh, daggers. I guess that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what if we gave you a talking skeleton? <laughs> well, I, we can't just leave you here to die. Or I could just take that dynamite and deal with this problem. Fine, fine. You've earned it. Just take the dynamite. Okay. Uh, Thala, you mind if I just light these, throw them down mm-hmm. there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds. Let's let's go. Let's. I'll help you out. All right. So you're gonna take the dynamite to the edge of the the largest pool in the cave, mm-hmm. and just fucking drop that dynamite mm-hmm. down there. You light know it. That's where he went, how, <laughs> Morty. How, how much of the dynamite do you drop down? Uh, how many do we have? There's about. There's like seven Wait. sticks remaining. Now, Morty, before you do. Is there a way out of here? <laughs> we might need that. Yeah. Uh, I think we should save two. I think five should be more than enough. Sounds reasonable. So we're throwing dynamite in the water. So the professor shows up. And he's like, that was a marvelous job, boys. Well, well done. Well handled. You really took care of that crab. What What are we doing over here? We're going to blow that crab the fuck up. <laughs> With... Uh, okay. You're the adventurers. <laughs> I defer to you. <laughs> if this is what you think is the best use of that dynamite, that's your call. I mean... Morty, what if a stronger crab comes? What if... We'll deal with that when it comes to that. With no dynamite? We got two. The DM will probably give us dynamite. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the first time I've ever given you dynamite. <laughs> Don't say these things, Morty. And the snakes are like, well, I kind of think about it. I want that dynamite back. It's sounding pretty valuable. <laughs> anyway, we're blowing up the... <laughs> Just do it already, Jesus. Okay. Five sticks of dynamite into the... Five sticks. Pool. You bind the dynamite sticks together in a bundle. Mm-hmm. And you light the fuse and drop it into the water. And... The fuse goes out. The fuse goes out. <laughs> And after a few moments, a explosion of water gushes out of the pool and shoots clean up 
like splashing off the ceiling of the chamber and soaking all of you guys like free willy like front row front row seats at a free willy show and you don't really I'm gonna go see free willy in concert <laughs> front row <laughs> <laughs> uh you don't really see any crab bits or anything like that just water mostly but the explosion causes a massive quake that re- reverberates through the entire cave system as rocks explode in every direction from all around the pool. You see those snake people dashing wildly, avoiding falling stalactites and rubble. And in the far off corner of the cave, you, you can see like beams of light sort of come through. But you don't, you don't see any sign or indication that you've destroyed the crab. Freedom. Morty, you did it. You solved the puzzle. Before you congratulate Morty, roll some dex saves. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you avoid the stalactites and uh, maybe falling into the, the pit of, of water in front of you. I rolled a 19. I rolled 19. I rolled 14. Okay, cool. Let's see what the professor rolls. <laughs> the big rock just hits him as he's sitting in his chair. Yeah, the professor gets hit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like he kind of deserves that. What? What did he do to deserve that? Uh, he, he he has not been very helpful. He's always just sitting there. You, it's an escort quest, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you crippled yeah. the professor. He always just <laughs> like a, a small bit of That's rock, fair. like some shrapnel, gets lodged into the professor's shoulder, and he takes two points of damage. Oh, boys, I've been struck. Oh. I don't know why. I, I knew that was going to happen. I'm not sure why I let you throw that dynamite in that water. Ooh. Any, any of y'all got some bandages or something? This is this is painful. Nope. All the snakes died. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> that problem is solved. <laughs> the problem of having to deal with those NPCs anymore is solved. <laughs> Everyone is crushed. Oh, oh, you a... did it. Those snakes will never be eaten now. <laughs> At least the crab will starve to death now. We didn't kill him. Sorry, Professor. I don't know medicine. Actually, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. I roll a medicine check on him. I try and dislodge the shrapnel. Okay, Natural cool. one. Uh, yeah. What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Jet wants us to fail. It's a 13. Okay, cool. You remove the rock and you, you bandage him up nice and good. And he's like, oh, thank you so much, Eli. I'll make sure to mention that in the report to <laughs> Gerald. And I'll also make sure to mention all the cruel, terrible things Morty was saying while you were patching me up. <laughs> he said uh, natural one. <laughs> now let's go investigate over there. It looks like uh, something's been dislodged. All right. Yeah. And he, he directs you guys towards the end of the cavern where uh, there's like a giant pile of rocks and rubble that's grown even larger. And you can see some cracks forming uh, where the wall connects to the ceiling. And some light is shining through, just shafts, thin shafts of light. Also, as you move in that direction, you see that the runic lines that are illuminating the chamber are sort of changing from, like slowly, from a blue to more of a green, getting... Uh, more and more yellow as you get closer to that wall. As long as they don't turn red. Thali, anything on that that rune si- situation? Thali, you know that 
you know that dwarven runes are usually blue. Well, that is uncommon. Because the you you know that like the color is typically based off of whatever is powering them, and the typically dwarven power crystals are blue. Dolly, are we in danger? Oh, almost certainly. Yeah, I feel like we've been in danger this entire time. There's not been a. We've been in danger a long time now. Maybe you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> I go forward. Yeah, we got to investigate this. Okay, cool. So you can climb up the the pile of rocks and get pretty close to the cracks in the ceiling and the walls, and you smell fresh air. Oh, look at that. It's just the outside. Can I, like, peek through the hole or anything? The great beyond. It's it's kind of high up. You can kind of peek through it just a little bit, and you feel a cold draft of air come through, and you see pretty much only white. Guys, let's put on our winter coats. <laughs> It's going to get cold out there. All right, uh, Morty, blow the swallow open. Got it. And I <laughs> hit the flint, stick it in there, um, and duck away. Okay, cool. So you you run away, and a few moments later, the dynamite explodes, and it bursts the crack wide open, creating a massive hole in the wall and ceiling. And again, a lot of stalactites fall and the whole chasm quakes and uh one of the snake people who happened to survive that you didn't see before gets crushed by a rock yeah (laughs) and i'm not gonna make it do dex saves because i don't want to i don't want the professor to take any more damage (laughs) you've blown apart this crack and opened up uh, an escape from this chamber i go through i go through my winter coat on Mm -hmm. I follow. Okay. Without my winter coat on, because I'm no. just bones. Through the hole in the wall, you find what looks to be, based off of just like the, the what what you see in this new room, a, a puzzle chamber, and it's buried almost completely in rocks and boulders. The entire chamber is covered in half melted snow, and, and it appears to be slowly drifting from a gaping hole in the ceiling. Half submerged in a large pile of rocks directly under the hole, you find a strange, oblong, perfectly smooth object. Um, it's, it, this is something that, like the likes of which you've never seen before. It's just smooth and white, and it just seems to be pristine, even though it's buried under rubble. And the professor gasps when he, when he first sees this. Um, and emanating from that, you feel a strange energy. It, that seems to be affecting the puzzle chamber. Like you, you see the, all the runic lines coming away from that are yellow, moving towards green and moving towards blue the further out they get. And when you look around, you notice that the puzzle chamber is shifting elements every few seconds from fire to ice to nature and so on. Well, I'm, I'm sure that's good and normal. Professor, what is that thing? The professor turns to you and he says, Boys, that's our prize. We made it. We made it to the crash side. Ah, finally. I stick my hand out for jelly beans. Uh, you, you, part of it's getting me home. I can't oh. get back. <laughs> it's swapping elements. Is it dangerous in any way? Like, it doesn't seem particularly dangerous. Okay. Uh, the the puzzle chamber's mechanisms seem mostly broken. It's only really affecting 
a few salamanders who happen to be in here that they seem pretty confused because they keep shifting and it, it seems to be affecting the the overall temperature of the room which is why the snow is partially melted because you can see coming through the the ceiling is the snow since you are in the mountains mm-hmm. i cautiously approach the the crash site when you cautiously venture deeper into the chamber all of a sudden you hear the sound of stone grinding on stone and uh, when you look around to try to find the source of the noise you spy one of the the, like one of those puzzle doors half submerged in rocks on sort of the, the left side from you on the chamber of the chamber and a second later the door opens and a woman with thick glasses and a dirty torn a slightly burnt lab coat emerges and stepping through the door behind her follows a weary looking dwarf in tattered robes a tall elegant elf with a bandaged leg and just a hulking mass of metal in a vaguely humanoid shape covered in burn marks and deep scratches you guys are too late finders keepers seems professor huxley has caught up with us now, boys, I must caution you do not to trust her silver tongue, and f- don't forget that she sabotaged our journey here. Good day, Professor Huxley. What brings you to my crash site? Can't own a crash site. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut it, Eli. <laughs> Dadbury, how, how did you beat us here? <laughs> you admit it. The crash site is ours, boys. Yeah, we did it. (laughs) You and I both know I can't let you anywhere near that crash site, Dadbury. I think the scientific community would would agree that this discovery belongs to us. We found it first, Huxley, me and these good, good boys. Now please be gone so we can begin our research. If, If this is what I think it is, I know... What you would do with it, Dadbury, and I can't allow it. What a person does with their crash side is their business. (laughs) Stay out of this, fool. You have no clue what's going on here. Elric, the professor, and the giant uh, metallic man says, Affirmative. And starts heading towards the professor. Uh, Our professor. Yeah, your professor. Our professor. Um, (laughs) I guess that's a little confusing. I'll call him Dadbury (laughs) from now on. Morty, the dynamite. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I'm actually gonna dive towards the actual crash site and try and obtain whatever's there. It's a big, it's a big, big, big egg-like thing. I like how big is it. So is it impossible for me to lift it? Or yes, it's impossible for you to lift you it. Can't put it in your pocket. Can't put it in your pocket. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to just fucking wrestle that metal man. Yeah, so the professor uh, frantically backs away and puts his hands up in front of him and says, Face it, Huxley. You've lost. Now call off your attack dog and leave. We don't want to hurt you. No, I owe it to both our planes to keep you away from that ship. You boys, step back and let Elric do his job. And you tackle the robot. Is this how the scientific community handles things? <laughs> I, I, I tackle the robot. There are no guidelines for this sort of scenario. This is outside of the bounds of science. 
so you tackle the robot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll initiative, everyone. Yeah, we both send our freaks on each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mean to Morty? <laughs> Morty, defensive position. Attack, Morty. Morty harden. All right. Uh, initiative. Okay. Twenty-one. I got a fourteen. I got a seven. Okay, cool. So, uh, Richard, it is your turn first, actually. Actually, no, I'm going to let you go first, uh, Morty. Since uh, I said I was tackling him? Since you sort of initiated this, yeah. You're going to get, like, a surprise round. I got a 16 to grapple him. Okay, so you're just trying to tackle the the Warforged guy to the ground? Yes. All right. Yeah, you managed to pin him to the ground. We don't need to actually fight here. We discovered it first. We should have it. And I, I have him pinned. You must... Allow me to accomplish my task. I mean, from one automaton to another. <laughs> You're a fucking automaton? Well, I, I'm a... He's a type of automaton. I'm a type of automaton, if you really boil it down. We really shouldn't just be punching each other. That guy's a man of science. Your lady's a man of science. Let him science this stuff together, and we'll be done. Why don't we just team... You must allow me to accomplish my task. God, you're boring. Could I have tackled anyone more interesting? That'll be my turn. All right. Uh, Eli, it's your turn. I'm going to tackle someone more interesting. I'm going to tackle the elf. (laughs) All right. So the elf, he's a dude. He's got long gray hair that seems kind of frazzled right now. They all seem to be in a pretty poor state. Uh, And he's got a long bow and some arrows with him. And so you're going to go tackle him to the ground? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Roll opposing strength. Ooh. 20. Not natural. Okay. Yeah, you tackle the elf to the ground. (laughs) Holly, quick, tackle the other one. (laughs) The professor claps his hands and he says, excellent job, boys. And when he claps his hands, his armchair accidentally comes out for a second. Ow. (laughs) It's in the face. All right, cool. So it's the robot's turn now, and he's going to try to push you off of him. Okay, let's see how that goes. Uh, Opposed strength again, or... Opposed strength. That was actually only six. Uh, Total? Yeah. Okay, he managed to slowly pry you off of him, but you feel like an immense amount of strength coming from him. Ah. And then he kicks you. Well, that's not nice. He's trying to kick you away from him. Saying I was boring was not nice either. (laughs) Take this. Is this more interesting? A little bit. And it's a 19 to hit. I mean, that's going to hit me. You take six damage. That's a lot of damage. All right, I guess we're doing it this way. And the other guy uh, that Eli pinned says, I don't even know who you are, but I don't care. I'm going to kill you for touching me. Oh, I'm Eli York. Ah, pleasure to meet you. I'll know what to carve into your gravestone after I've drained the blood from your body. Guys, I got this. I I tackled someone interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this guy's fascinating. (laughs) He's got a real bloodlust to him. First, of course, I'm going to bathe in your blood. Dye my skin red with your sanguine juices. Man, this other professor really hired him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're all opposing strength. That's 17. As soon as I'm able to get out of this chokehold you have me in, of course. But I, I can still do this, and he bites you. <laughs> his teeth, his teeth has been sharpened. He rolled a natural twenty. Whoa! Did I take damage? Yeah. Yes, you take six damage, and you're poisoned. Whoa! <laughs> okay, Stephen, it's your turn. Um. So, 
they tackled two people. And it's gotten yeah. real violent. It got real violent. Who's who's left? Uh, left is a dwarven woman. Okay. Um, she's wearing kind of flowery robes and Professor Huxley. And the dwarven woman is standing in front of the professor and she says, stand back, professor. I'll cover, I'll, I'll cover you. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll stand in front of this dwarven woman. Tackle her. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to pull out that uh, voice mimic thing and try to slyly stick it in my beard and kind of like, <laughs> you know, make it so it doesn't seem like I'm pulling some sort of magic trick. And then, what was King Lyle's voice? Uh, whatever you say right now will be it. It was really, <laughs> it was like a really burly-ish dwarf voice. Now, 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 I, I gave this to this professor. I know we had a whole deal before, but he really impressed me. And, uh, unfortunately, the whole thing's off. He's got it. It's his now. Uh, okay, she's gonna roll. <laughs> what would she roll, I guess? Or no, you will roll a mm-hmm. deception check. And oh, yeah. She would roll an insight, so it would be like... And a she's gonna roll insight. Posed Do I have checks. advantage on this deception check? No, because you don't look like King Lyles. <laughs> it's just gonna be a regular deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's that's a 16, then. Okay, she fails, so she actually does think that you are King Lyle. I've changed my pants a little bit. <laughs> King Lyle, did you... King Lyle, what are you doing down here? Why do you send us down here if you're going to come here yourself? King Lyle doesn't wear pants. I love to see competitions, but as as you can tell, uh, this professor's won. He and his his bone friend and Eli York there, they've, <laughs> they've done quite a job. King Lyle, I simply cannot allow this to pass. My alliance to the dwarf kingdom be damned. That man cannot get that star well if you could explain yourself then maybe i'd be inclined there's to listen. simply no time <laughs> and, the, and the and professor dadbury yells boys hold them back while i secure the crash site and the professor rushes over to the ship and starts to open up his pack this is the first time you've seen him open his pack since you started the, the quest and he starts to put on this weird sort of chrome silvery suit that fits very tightly to his whole physique and he says boys just a few more minutes and i'll be able to have i'll be able to have the 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 crash site in our hands for sure can i write can i roll an insight check on this other professor yes can i roll an insight check on both professors actually at this moment uh, you're not in a good position to roll one on Dadbury right now, but you can roll one on Huxley. Okay, that's fine. That's an 11. Okay, uh, you, you can't mm. grasp her intentions. Yeah, just Tholly doesn't know who to believe. Tholly, think of the jelly beans. We're so close. He does, he, okay, the, the jelly beans. <laughs> and the dwarven <laughs> woman steps up to you and pulls out a stick, and she says, I'm so sorry to have to do this to you, King Lyle, but you leave me no choice. <laughs> <laughs> and she she calls you in the face with a stick. That's treason. <laughs> uh, a sixteen? Does that hit? Uh, yes, yes, that hits me. Okay, you take four damage. Okay. Ow. After after she hits you in the face, you hear kind of a. And if you guys were to look over to the crash site, you see that 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 uh, door has kind of slid open, and disrupted the smooth surface of the the egg-like vessel and out of it comes tumbling this small maybe three foot tall star creature this star-shaped creature 
So like the five points, kind of yes, like a star prism type shape. Kinda, it's like a it's like a very the the points of this star are very rounded. It's very friendly and approachable, and it's got it's mostly face. It's got like a very big, marketable, <laughs> very marketable. It would make wonderful children's toys. <laughs> And it's got these long, slender arms and legs coming off of it, oh. and it sort of tumbles down, and the professor catches it, and you hear it when it when the door opens. You hear this creature kind of whimpering, and the professor says, "Shh, shh, it's okay. You're safe now. I'll take special care of you." And Professor Huxley says, "Dadbury, no!" Dadbury pulls out a sharp instrument and jabs it directly into the the center of the star. Oh shit. And that's where we're going to end the episode. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Battle Buddies. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Jeremy and Catherine and Vigo for listening. Special shout outs to those random people. If your name happens to be those names, thank you. Uh, and thank you, everyone else, as well. And also, Caitlin Conroy, the a uh, talented musician who made the theme song to the Battle Buddies. You should go check out the rest of her music, which is also super, super incredible, at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com. And after you're done listening to her full discography, the next address you should type into that browser is radbotproductions.com. And there you can see the rest of our episodes, uh, the other products that we're working on, and the art that I make for every episode. We've got a special uh, illustration depicting Morty fighting the crab, which is it's pretty cool. You should go check it out and drink in all the rest of the, the art through your eye holes as well. You can also find that art on Instagram at the Battle Buddies. Anyway, thanks so much for listening and look forward to listening to the next episode on October 28th. See you then.